Hey guys, welcome back to the Talk and Chop podcast presented by Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts. Uh, today we're here with Jennifer Dehan, uh, owner and president of Velocity Staff. We're also here with her husband, John Dehan, owner of Call the Game. So we're excited to have them here. Thank you guys for being on. How are you doing today? Doing well. Doing well, considering yesterday's disappointment, but doing well. <laughs> I know it. I know it. So, you know, yesterday we won't stay too much on that topic right now. We'll get into it a little bit later in the show. But we were talking earlier before we started, so you will not win a game with four turnovers. So we'll <laughs> kind of just we'll, we'll summarize it there. Uh, we'll dive in a little bit more into detail here in a minute. But uh, first, we want to go ahead and get our position of the week uh, presented by Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts. We specialize in accounting and finance, administrative, human resources, operations, and sales uh, positions here in the Kansas City market. So Bryce, what do you have for us today, position of the week? Yeah, so I'm Bryce Shepard with yeah. the accounting and finance team. Yeah. Um, happy to be here, thanks for yeah. having me. You're very um, welcome. But our uh, hot job, I mean, we have a lot, honestly, on the finance and accounting side. I'd say the one that I want to highlight is one that just opened up probably 10 minutes before we got here. That's right. Um, senior accountant, uh, opportunity out in Overland Park, mm -hmm. uh, manufacturing industry. Uh, they look public accounting, they look private accounting, um, either or is totally fine. Um, probably what, like two to 10 years of experience? Yeah. Yep. Um, so anywhere in between there, uh, if that sounds like you, give me a call. We'd love to tell you a little bit more about it and see if uh, your background could align. So. Awesome. Our uh, sales team is working hard. I know they have numerous sales manager positions, and I know our admin position uh, of the week would probably be the customer service roles. They have a handful of those all throughout. So anybody testing the market, reach out to us as soon as possible. Um, and that's the position of the week or positions of the week presented by Chief of Staff KC. I'm going to kick it over to Bryce. We'll start the talking shop portion of today's podcast. Yeah. So obviously there's a lot of overlap between kind of what Chief of Staff does and what you guys do um, with your individual businesses. But I guess give us kind of like the quick elevator pitch on each one of them. Um, either of you guys can go start. Ladies first. Ah. <laughs> there we go. Well, I am president owner of Velocity Staff. We are a staffing and recruiting firm that works with permanent contract and contract for hire placement. Mm -hmm. We typically work in the information technology space or business solutions that touch on that in some way. Sure. And typically also work with relatively specialized projects. Okay. So they tend to be longer term. So most of our projects tend to be about 12 months or longer, and oftentimes will result in a permanent position. So uh -huh. we like to look for people who are invested in their future and match them up with our great clients. There we yeah. go. Great. John? Uh, for me, I'm owner of Call the Game. I scheduled the sports officials on the Kansas side for 40 high schools as well as 25 middle schools. Uh, I have a staff of about 1,000 people that work for me on and off uh, in, the, in seven different sports, the major sports that all have sports officials. There we go. Quite the power couple. You guys do a little bit of a similar, you know, yeah. recruiting staffing, just slightly different uh, professions. We have a lot of empathy for one another. We yeah. can sit oh, and yeah. listen to all of the, the highs and lows of the staffing world. But we certainly. don't think we could work with each other. No. <laughs> That's right. Well, we kind of have just a reoccurring uh, recruiting theme that we like to bring, and, and we have a question each week that focuses on that. So at, at Chief of Staff, we like to consider ourselves conduits of culture. We, we we think every job placement, you know, 50% of it's the technicality side of things. Like, are you going to be able to do the job? Do the responsibilities line up? The other 50% is, is culture. Do you mesh with the team? Are you going to be happy driving to and from the office every day to meet and greet your, your direct reports and or who you report to? So with that being said, we think that's our competitive advantage. To flip it, what would you say your guys' competitive advantage would, you be, would be in your certain industry, right? So with Call the Game or with Velocity Staff? 
culture is also extremely yeah. important, but it's it's relationships. You build mm. relationships with your clients. You get to know so much more about what are their goals? What are what have they set as a company their goals quarterly, annually? What is that individual hiring manager's goals? What are the people like on their team? Sure. And in working with candidates, trying to find like-minded individuals or great skills and personality matches that are going to help elevate each other. Mm-hmm. The reality is you spend the majority of your working life um, around these people, right. and hopefully you can find a home, find people who help you grow and that you can help them grow. So a lot of it is just understanding what makes people tick and helping to match up the right people. I love that. John, what about yourself? You know, for us, uh, with, with as officials, it's more of a fraternity, sorority type atmosphere. Sure. Um, because we're the third team that's out there. We get anxious about a game, you know, and we get pumped up before we go out to a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you got to look for somebody that can handle that kind of pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we make decisions that on a football field or volleyball court or whatever that uh, impact not only the two coaches that are involved, but the 10 kids that are involved or t- 20 kids or so forth. Um, but it's a great fraternity. I mean, I most of my friends are, are fantastic buddies of mine. And, and as my wife well knows, is that I say goodbye to her in August on Friday night and don't come back <laughs> until after March yeah, when basketball right. season's yeah. over with. The Friday night widows. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Okay, no, great answers. Perfect. Bryce has a couple quick hitter questions for each of you guys. Yes, so we kind of stole this uh, from from Joel. Uh-huh. Joel was, Goldberg. Yeah, he was on our <laughs> fan of the show. Yes. Uh, was he on last week? First week. First yes. week. He yes. opened it so, for us. Uh, but we shifted it to cater towards football, so the terminology is first down, mm-hmm. sack, and then Hail Mary. So I guess think of examples in your own career or businesses where a first down um, that you've had so – yeah, you know. so it's a, a small piece of success. Right, and then uh-huh. a sack is obviously a setback, and then a Hail Mary is taking a big risk um, that you know could have worked out or maybe didn't work out exactly how you wanted to or, or something along those lines. But each of you, I guess. Yeah, we'll start with the first down. Yeah, All so right, first Jennifer. Down. First down. Small bit of success that leads to more success. I would say that my first down was answering an ad in a newspaper 30, 30 years ago almost uh-huh. and going and meeting with – somebody who ultimately became my mentor. I wanted to take a chance on doing something new and heard about the recruiting and staffing industry and ended up, again, answering the ad, meeting her and saying yes, even though it was a situation where they were not established, they didn't even have office space. So said yes to putting chairs together and tables together and literally starting from scratch. And it was probably a bigger leap of faith than I maybe had realized in the moment, young and dumb. Um, (laughs) But it ended up being a huge turning point for me in my life. Yep, very good, nice. Something that our our boss, Casey Wright, always tells us um, is that no one grew up wanting to be a recruiter, right? That's right. right. Fall into it, so. It's um, not the dream necessarily, yeah. but it becomes yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. So. That's right. You know, for me, uh, it was when I got pushed by a parent and back in 1994 when I uh, got all fired up and wanted to, you know, his dad pushed me after a basketball game. I prevented his son from getting into a fight with the team waiting to play the game. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so I called the uh, Great American Basketball League. It was the league that I grew up playing in, and I was refing a basketball game. And so I called the league and they said, well, our volunteer board member for rules and officials is leaving town. Do you want the job? I'm like, heck yes, I want sure. this job. <laughs> so I took that job and then it leaded into doing a signing for the league. And uh, then I got into the IT staffing business for about five or six years and quit doing the assigning part of it. But when I got out of the IT business, 
that job became open again. And so mm -hmm. I took it again, and it just slowly led from one league to 135 games a weekend to wow. – you know, 40 high schools and countless youth leagues to where I scheduled over 36,000 games one year for oh, just in Johnson County area. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah that's some pretty good first downs right <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, um, go ahead. Uh, what about SAC? Oh, SAC. The pandemic, COVID. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I started Velocity with an amazing business partner 17 years ago, and it's climbing a hill. That's mm -hmm. part of – within staff augmentation, you have – ups and downs, certainly. Mm -hmm. And through 17 years of building great relationships with hiring managers and with our employees, again, we work with a lot of long-term projects. And so we had some resources that were part of our team for upwards of 10 and 11 years. And March 17th was a not-so-lucky <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And I made phone call after phone call after phone call when I had clients calling and said, everybody out. Yeah. Um, it was emotional, but it taught me one of the greatest things is I wanted to start a company that cared about people and they knew we cared about them. Right. And to go through those phone calls and have those clients and employees say, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. uh, that was pretty amazing. I was very worried about what the future held for everyone. Yeah, sure. uh, but over the course of the last 18 to 24 months, there's victories we'll talk about when oh, we talk we about the next phase. I love it. Awesome. Yeah, March 17th was a, a sad day in the Dehan household. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> she, she was upstairs uh, telling all of her employees that they were done, and then I was downstairs telling officials that we were done for the entire spring season. Wow. You know, at the wow. same time, I'm hitting cancel button, cancel button all day long for, for referees and so forth. But my sack would have been, and we were already at third down and long anyway mm, before yeah. the pandemic sure. because we're short officials across the board right. in every sport. Well, then the pandemic occurs, and we actually went back to work last fall, but 30% or so of our referees and, and umpires opted out. Yeah. And, oh, wow. and I would say a majority of that 30% did not come back. Because sure. they didn't miss it. They spent more time with their families, their kids, their grandkids. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're already short officials, and now we're really short. And yeah. so the sack did not help. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, and then to sum it up here, we'll, we'll do the Hail Mary. We'll, we'll do this one quick, and we'll, we'll swing over to talk and chop. But a lofty goal that maybe you guys each have individually uh, for this year? Helping all these people climb the hill. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I always said got. I said about 18 months ago, I feel like I literally slid down the hill and all these people that I care about that I've been working with for such a long time, I watched them slide with me. And I thought, how am I going to climb this again? And the reality is, as a group, we're literally like, we know the terrain. We've walked up this hill before. We know where all the pitfalls are. We know where all the great handles are. Mm -hmm. So it's working with all of these wonderful people that have been through a tough time as well and helping them to find their footing again. And we're getting more and more opportunities. I've had some clients that have now become employees. Yeah. I've had some employees that now are clients. And so we've had these great successful placements and we're climbing the hill together. That's great. Yeah. Retirement. There we go. <laughs> yes. That's no. a good goal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she won't let me. <laughs> just a little bit longer. Hang yeah, in there with me. Just a little bit longer. No. You know, I think the, the biggest thing that I would like to get across to, to fans is that we're already short referees and by them yelling at us and not knowing the rules when they yell at us mm -hmm. is really not helping the cause, particularly the kids that are working the youth sports out there. Sure. You know, I had two boys that umpired at baseball at three and two, and they lasted half a summer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I told them they had to have a job. They actually chose to go into the concession stands and work behind the grill instead of being an umpire yep. and making twice as much money as an umpire. Yep. So it's difficult out there, and, and we're trying to get that conveyed to, to fans, parents, 
anybody that's watching a game, know the rules, understand we're going to make mistakes, um, and it's not as easy as you think it is. Oh, yeah. Sportsmanship oh, yeah. on every side. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, appreciate you guys talking shop with us sure. and giving us some more insight into each of your guys' businesses and your day-to-day. We really appreciate that. We're going to flip it over now and do a little talk and chop with our man Patrick here. And so we'd love to, in true Andy Reid fashion, give our guests the first take um, and uh, of the most recent game, right? So yesterday we're recording this here, day after the, the misery. But uh, with that, <laughs> the time is yours. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, if we're talking chop and we're talking about the game, I think the greatest thing that I can think of is, is I'm looking at what Patrick Mahomes and the team and as a leader he's going through. Right. There's such high expectations, and they've, they've stood at the top of the hill with, a, like, literally an NFL championship. So yeah. yep. it's very difficult when you come out that next season and you have a lot of expectations on your shoulders mm-hmm. and you're with an amazing team and you want to see them succeed. So what I think is he's already shown tremendous leadership and he's going to continue so, to show leadership. And I think uh, I think next week's going to be a better week. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. John, now, I probably talking? look at it a totally different way than anybody else does. I'm watching the stripes. Yes, <laughs> right. you know, I, I, I know four or five of them that, are, that work in the NFL, and mm-hmm. none of them worked the Chiefs game yesterday, but I know a bunch of the guys – that are working, and so I'm watching the stripes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still could not tell you what defensive pass interference is in the NFL. I have no idea. <laughs> I know. I know it. what happened. We had the one call yesterday there at the end, and I'm like, God, yes. that was a great play. I'm not really sure how they come up with that. But, yeah. you know, they get they have commas in their game checks. I don't, yeah. so it's hard for me to critique those guys. So, but, yeah. yeah. Okay, good takeaways. He's, he's, yeah. re, he's rewinding, and oh, he's yeah. not looking at the play. He's yeah. watching the stripes and whether or not, hey, did they get that right? And he's like, why am I – Wondering whether they got it right or not. They have a lot more experience than yeah. I do. The, the Ty, Tyreek Hill fumble yesterday, everybody was like, oh, that wasn't, you know. And I'm like, yeah, that was a good call. Yeah. They yeah. got that one right. What yeah. about the Hail Mary there at the end? Was that a P.I.? or? There's a lot of shoving going down there. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. You know, who knows? I, you know, I think the Chiefs were as guilty of pushing and shoving as the, mm-hmm. the Chargers were. So yeah. they could have gone mm-hmm. either way. And But, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> there was a lot of mutual manhandling yeah. going that's on. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Bryce, what was your takeaway? Um... I mean, I'm still optimistic about the season. I think the Chiefs still win 12-plus games. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not the outcome that anyone wanted. um, But when you turn the ball over four times, that's what you're going to get. That's right. I I don't know the statistics, and I'm probably stealing your take here. You're good. No, you're fine. um, I don't know how many teams have won games or even been in the position to win a game mm-hmm. um, turning the ball over four times. No, so no. I think you clean that up a little bit, and it's a completely different story. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I think, um, you know, you can say stripes. You can say turnovers. I think we were also missing uh, Charvarius Ward. He got ruled mm-hmm. out, one of our cornerbacks, against that Mike Williams guy who was tearing us up all day, and, mm-hmm. and Keenan Allen, obviously. And then, you know, it pains me to say this because the contract's not necessarily working out, but we missed Frank Clark yeah. yesterday as well, you know, yeah. having him there to help contain. So I think we get those guys back next week, and we'll kind of segue right into, um, you know, next week's game with the Eagles. We just do a quick score prediction, so we won't dive into the details, but we'll go around the table here. Score predictions Ooh. for next week against the Eagles. Hopefully we have Andy Reid back. I'm telling you, we've seen some high-scoring games. I think we've seen a lot of great offenses. We've mm-hmm. been great on offense. Uh, defense has been hurting a little bit. So I think we're going to win it. Um, I'm going to say 32 to 24 Chiefs. Okay. I'm going 38-35 Chiefs. I like that. I'll go 35-21 Chiefs. Okay. We'll go 31-24 Chiefs. 
Um, we're looking forward to it, and we're excited. we got to keep the optimism here yes. like we have today. Uh, I want to end today's show with just giving you guys one last uh, you know, thank you. I really appreciate you guys being here and, and coming on and, and talking shop and talking shop with us. Do you guys have any last words before we get out of here? You know, the one thing I think has been interesting is the last two weeks they've gone for fourth down, the, the opposing team, to not let Patrick have the ball back. That's right. Yeah. Very so telling. There's a lot of respect, respect for Patrick and his comeback abilities. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very unique that, that we're seeing that, and it's unfortunately worked out for yeah. the other team both times. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're everybody's Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I think there's so many positives. It's easy to focus on the negatives. Mm-hmm. There's so many positives that are happening in that in that team and the greatest thing was again we were talking earlier about Edwards Alaire you know that was a really difficult fumble like game losing potentially yeah. fumble that right. happened in the prior week to see him come back with confidence holding on to that ball like it was attached to his body mm-hmm. uh, but I think we just have to come back with confidence and I think we can win next week oh, truly that's right Andy Reid's 100th win hopefully mm-hmm. against his previous team oh, wow. the Eagles so that would be a blast and and as our producer said it was a uh, uh, Tucker stated that Andy was treated for dehydration, so not chest pain. So, Chiefs Kingdom, we have some some good uh, good news there. Well, that does it for week three of Talk and Chop. We appreciate you guys, everyone tuning in on Spotify, YouTube. Um, please continue doing so, and, and we really appreciate your support. Um, you know, we're going to continue bringing on all of Kansas City's top personalities and executives and, and presidents and owners here in Kansas City. So, again, thanks so much for being here, guys. We really appreciate it. And uh, as always, go Chiefs.